Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. I wanted to start off today by sharing a message that one of my teen listeners sent to me recently via email. This one is from Lily. Dear Mrs. Gibbons, I recently read the book Animal Farm for the first time, and I was shocked at how many fallacies, propaganda techniques, and manipulation tactics that I noticed. Well, at the same time, I was reminded of corrupt governments of today. I think what you're doing is so important. And if any of the animals in that book had listened to your podcast, the story might have had a better outcome. Thank you for helping us know better how to use our minds. Sincerely, Lily. Okay, first of all, Lily... You have totally made my day. (laughs) I truly love to hear from my listeners, um, and I love hearing from my teen listeners because you guys rock. And this is the perfect example, Lily, of why I'm doing this podcast. My whole goal and my prayer is that your generation will be able to pick out and recognize the fallacies and the manipulative tactics that are being used everywhere, it seems like. And I love that you're reading Animal Farm. I'm actually getting ready to read it again next week, and it'll be so fun to read it this time with an eye toward finding the fallacies that some of the characters use in the book to try to manipulate and control others. Um, in fact, right now, I'm currently rereading the book Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis, and it's so interesting to see how many fallacies Screwtape uses in his letters to Wormwood to use on his quote-unquote patient to trick him and to lie to him. It's fascinating. And what's crazy is how many people are falling for, their, for these tactics. But... Dear listeners, not you, (laughs) not you. That's why you're listening to this podcast so that you can recognize the tactics and not fall for them. I want you to have good discernment when it comes to the messages that you're hearing and to be able to think through things clearly and with a clear mind. So once again, to all of you, thank you for being here. Okay, so let's dive in. The new fallacy we're talking about today is called the appeal to silence. An appeal to silence happens when someone uses silence or the lack of a response as evidence for a claim. This fallacy is also sometimes called the argument from silence, but we're going to call it the appeal to silence. So here's a rather silly example of this fallacy that will help help you understand it. Let's say I say to my dog, Ted, that the sky is not blue, it's actually dark green. And Ted does not say anything back. And since he didn't refute my claim... Therefore, it must be true. Okay, so you can see how silly this is, right? Because, of course, Ted can't say anything. But it shows the problem with a fallacy. Just because someone doesn't mention something doesn't mean they don't know about it. Or just because someone doesn't refute a claim does not make the claim true. Another interesting instance of people committing the appeal to silence fallacy happened. This is a real This is a real story happened during the summer of 2020 here in the United States after George Floyd died. There were a lot of people posting black squares on their social media in support of him and in support of the black, the African-American community in general. But what some people did was call out and verbally attack people or companies 
who didn't put the black square on their social media, calling them racist for not doing so. Well, we have to ask if that's really true. Their quote unquote silence was in not putting up a black square, but does that really mean they're racist or they don't care about, about the black community? No. The reality is there's no way of knowing what they actually think based on something they didn't do. For that, you'd have to have a conversation with them and ask them. The problem, that's the problem, you guys, with assumptions and with getting caught up in cultural assumptions. They could be right, but they could also be totally wrong. You don't know until you ask. And and that's the whole problem. The issue, the reason that an argument from silence is a fallacy is that just because someone doesn't refute a claim does not mean the claim is true. Silence does not equal agreement. The only thing we can interpret silence as is silence. Anything else is an assumption. Just because Ted didn't agree that the sky is dark green doesn't mean he agrees with me or that I'm right. It's just an assumption I made to try to tell myself that my claim is true. And people so often just want to be right that they'll interpret other people's silence to mean something they want it to mean rather than seeking clarification as to what the person thinks. The bottom line is that we still have to ask the question of whether the claim is actually true rather than just assuming it's true or than just assuming that someone else agrees with us just because they don't say anything. Here's another kind of more sober example of the argument from silence that I've heard repeatedly recently. There have been people, even some people who call themselves Christians, who have argued that since Jesus never expressly forbid or condemned homosexuality, then it must be okay. Or I've heard people say that, well, Jesus never said the word abortion, so he clearly doesn't have a problem with it and it's okay. For real, I have heard these arguments. This is clearly an appeal to silence. Just because Jesus didn't say those exact words doesn't mean it's therefore okay, doesn't mean he's condoning them. When it comes to the Bible, we have to look at all of scripture and see the entirety of what God has to say about a topic. And these issues are very clearly addressed in other places in the Bible. And Jesus very clearly did affirm the truth and the validity of scripture. So the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing an argument from silence is this. Does the fact that they didn't say anything really mean the claim is true? Does the fact that they didn't say anything really mean that the claim is true? Okay, guys, that's it for today. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.